So, in our Clone Town report, we do come up with, it's a terrible thing, things need to change, and then we show people are actually taking um, action, and then coming up the end is saying, so what are you going to do about it? Because that sense of helplessness and not doing anything is not going to change anything. But that kind of what you can do, we believe, can be broken down into what you can do as an individual, but local authorities can also do things as well as national government. So this is a call to action. And the most important thing, I think, for individuals is to take action. Recognise the things that you want to change and then do something about it. Uh, even if it's about your shopping pattern. So using locally sourced goods or local independence, because that will improve the economic resilience of an area. You might join a transition town. Look at local currencies. This is a way of locking in the way money circulates, whether it's through a loyalty card or it's printed money like the Brixton Pound. This thing can only be spent locally, so it's going to stay circulating there. But also things around lowering that environmental impact, whether you're going to use free cycle, grow your own food, or take on a reimagined session, because you can download it for free from our website, or take a conversation into that community about what do we want to change about this. What local governments can do, and I said this is part of the thing of Mary Portis's face, I'm sure um, some people have already fed in comments about people's ideas, and if you haven't, feed in the comments to the website of how you think you can affect change. So it's also important that they hear very practical ideas. But we think you can do quite a bit with business rate reductions, and the localism bill should open up these opportunities. But in doing that reduction, think about the distinctiveness, the sustainability of the high street that you're trying to create. So I say you could affect a lower business rate, particularly on those um, shops that are take over and empty premises that add diversity to that high street in terms of the economic offer. Have a provable local supply chain because we know that creates the circulation and recirculation of money locally, but also for uh, businesses that commit to reduce their carbon footprint and then prove that they've done that. What about setting up um, a high street transition hub which would allow people on their high street to understand about their environmental impact and what they can do about it in terms of their business and their individual life. Local um, governments can also sign up to the Sustainable Communities Act. Now it's been really quiet about that, but that, just signing up, allows you to submit um, requests to national government for things that you can change. You can change the use of, you can transfer the powers of things that are done on that high street back into community groups through that mechanism. Building in well-being, distinctiveness and sustainability indicators in the way that we ask questions about what does success look like on that high street is really important, as we will always measure success by the same metrics. And it will be, let's get some money in, let's fill up those shops, and it doesn't matter that they're chains, and yet they are undermining the resilience of a local uh, economy. There's also things you can do about ownership of land, and we've been promoting community land trusts, and how you create that shared space. And for national governments, loads they can be doing. Um, the localism bill will open some opportunities. It's still in discussion, and we expect, even at this late stage, for there to be some substantial changes possible. Uh, of course, these things get negotiated out. But promoting that diverse and sustainable high streets and putting the powers within local authorities to allow them to do that is really important. Now, at the moment, those kind of things are not going to come through the localism bill. Um, they're going to have uh, any development is a good development. And it doesn't matter whether it's a supermarket. 
and you won't be able to defend your high streets unless we change those things. We're also calling for a good use order, so vacancy rates on the high streets, again, have only just uh, recently been released, and we're saying, well, why do those um, shops stay empty? Why can't, if they're empty for two years, why can't people take them over? Why can't the local authority take them over for a productive use that will add diversity to that high streets for a period of two years? Give somebody a start to start a new business uh, at zero rate. Instead of leaving that as an empty property because there's some distant landlord that you don't know who owns the property and it's a whole hassle to get access to it. So we also call for knowing on a land registry about who's owning that commercial property so you can get access. Um, but also in terms of supporting that sustainability and that vibrant enterprise, we need to look at the financial system. We also need to challenge them as to why they are not loaning to small businesses. Now, in America, they have a Community Reinvestment Act where they have to um, tell you where they are and where they are not investing. So it becomes very obvious which communities they have chosen to abandon. And we'd also ask for a local comp competition ombudsman so that we can start to say, where at a local level are you seeing monopolists squeezing out that local enterprise, whether it's your big supermarket or it's your big chain, and really undermining that resilience. So I think, as a close, I think there's lots of things we can do. We just have to want to make that change.